0: Welcome to Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter Hunter rewatch and recap podcast. I'm um, one of your hosts, Keith McBlain. My pronouns are they, them.
1: I'm your other host, Devin Wren. My pronouns are
0: he, him.
2: i yet another host. I'm Sky. My pronouns are they, them.
0: We are... I'll just here recording this podcast right now, and I want to congratulate each and every one of us, because from from the sort of short little uh uh pregame talk we had here, it sounds like it sounds like our brains are just are 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 doing just fine right now, oh, yeah. all of us.
1: The brain goo is not functioning, it's not being produced in the levels that everyone would hope they were. Mm-hmm. But Maybe this will generate some goblin goo.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping so. I really have not talked in, like, you know, almost 24 hours, so I'm just like, (laughs) wow.
1: Hopefully this will produce the excellent amount of goblin goo.
2: (laughs) I hope so. I'm glad we have good episodes to talk about, because I'm, like, very, very excited to talk about these episodes.
1: You know, this season, the season so far, pretty, pretty terrible, pretty bad all around. (laughs) Not, not much auction content, as I was promised. Yeah. It's been... I don't know, Tagashi. I don't know what you were doing, I don't know if you were facing them deadlines, but-
2: promised us a tournament arc, barely gave us that. Promised I, us an auction arc, what is happening? There's says been he's pro-auction. Zero- <laughs> Dot- Hey now.
1: Uvogin says he's pro-life, <laughs> dies anyway, I- but you know what?
2: Don't put that on Uvogin.
1: We, we have some good episodes, I will put that on Uvogin.
2: I don't think Uvogin's pro-life. <laughs>
0: I think he's specifically the opposite. (laughs) I I can't believe nearly a hundred chapters into the manga, we've learned that Togashi doesn't know how to write a story.
1: Damn! Damn! It fucking sucks. It's just how tragic. It's so sad. Uh, Togashi, come on, come on, buddy.
2: (laughs) Do better, Togashi.
1: I I will be hoping for much better in the future mm-hmm it's gonna part the curtain a little bit here i've been so impatient <laughs> of getting to the next season this season's so good but i just started watching the next <laughs> season a little bit i'm like damn it's good
0: damn.
2: that's how this season was for me for sure like when i when we were doing like the whole like especially like during the hisika stuff i'm like can we please just get to the phantom troop
1: if this please, is like, dear god if this is like the epic highs and lows of like hunter Hunter, this is an <laughs> epic high the next season is more of like a buddy comedy it's more of just two yeah. people fucking around for a bit.
0: <laughs> it's pretty good. And it's
1: just great. It's like if the island ant Mito scene was just an arc.
2: Yeah. We're kind of coming to the end of what I'm familiar with, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, we have, like... I've seen the most of the next arc, like, I think once. we have two
1: more episodes of, like, this season.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna be floating in the dark here.
1: So... We gotta get ready for that.
0: Love it. Love it when it... Love it when Hunter Hunter goes from a high stakes superpower revenge crime drama back to a fun lighthearted fantasy well, adventure.
2: Well, no, nope, knowing where the next season nope, goes. It's well, lighthearted.
1: Well, knowing <laughs> where.
0: A lot of people do get fucking murdered, so I, maybe lighthearted is putting it on a bit too strong.
1: A lot of people do get murdered. Maybe one person gets their hand intentionally blown up. It's fine.
2: I mean, okay. In, in <laughs> there fairness, is a fun
1: game of dodgeball to, to mitigate.
2: In fairness, I haven't, like I said, I'm not super familiar with the next arc. I've had a lot of fun with Uvogin doing a lot of murder. So that might not yeah. derail it from being fun in games.
1: <laughs> you might like the villain of the next season.
2: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs>
1: I don't know. He isn't Uvogin levels. There is, however, not a fool villain, but there is a buff volleyball dodgeball, man. So mm-hmm. he's like if Uvogin, but Uvogin just wanted to play sports. He is totally fine with murder. I don't know. It- it's pretty good. Okay. 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 But we need to focus back in.
0: Yeah, all right. So, yeah. So, all right. We're here now. I've had two hours of sleep. I am ready to Let's get into these go. episodes, yeah, y'all. We're
2: running on two hours over there, 16 over Let's here. Let's
0: just do it. Let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these episodes kick off at an airport. <sighs> if, if you if you averaged it out between us, you, we would almost have yeah. functioning brains.
2: <laughs> almost. <laughs> Let
3: me tell
1: you, the myth of the eight-hour sleep cycle is a lie. Your body just never recovers. Ugh. <sighs> You get one bad night of sleep and your body's like, I'm fucking finished, yo.
3: <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: Wait, is, are you are you supposed to be getting eight hours? I thought it was like three hours, then seven hours, then ten hours, then six hours.
1: Your body loves the inconsistency. It's a training thing. hmm <laughs> Chaos factor. <laughs> uh, so we start off this episode at an airport, um... Neon is shopping at the random health boutique, like makeup boutique at an airport. I don't know. I've never been
2: to a lot of shops.
1: Yeah, I've never been inside an airport. I don't know if this is what airport is. I've never been inside one.
2: I mean, the inside is basically a mall. Okay. It's it's very much a weird experience because you're just walking to your, like, you know, you're walking to your plane because they want you to get there, like, especially nowadays two hours beforehand
1: disgusting so
2: but then like you get through security and that takes like you know 15 minutes so then you're just kind of chilling and they have uh it's basically a big mall in there where everything is largely 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 overpriced
1: oh okay but so like know, a regular mall yeah cool
2: but even more so Ew, disgusting. it's like an even <laughs> more expensive mall where like eventually you will leave
0: Can't wait for
1: airports to also go out of business.
0: Um, Yeah, and it's fun because you're not allowed to bring your own water in, and then, but it's okay because you can just buy the water there for four dollars. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) The system works. (laughs) It works perfectly. Nothing. Mm. We.
1: You see. You know. Joe Biden is in office, so we can all breathe a sigh of relief that. Yeah, we don't have to
2: fact check the president anymore can you guys believe that
1: finally we it's... can all take <laughs> a moment and breathe um it's all good mm-hmm. so
0: they're at the airport and yeah. they're Basho at the airport Bacho says women be shopping melody says damn you're right mm-hmm. Bacho be like women be damn
1: shopping
2: <laughs> melody says damn we do be
1: <laughs> and then the intro starts and that's all we see of that yeah
0: I, I think, I'm not sure if this has happened yet or if we're just getting this now. We do get a little bit of new animation in the intro sequence where, where each of the phantom uh, troops shows up and does a thing. It happened right after Uvo died.
2: Yeah, because I almost uh, okay. brought it up and I was like, did they really just throw that in right after he died or am I just like only paying attention now? They so They threw I it did, in right I after he died. didn't bring it
1: up. There is, because there is a scene right when, after it goes to Pakanota and you didn't damn in the head. Mm. Uh it does flash you Uvo standing by a bright blind, blinding white light and smiling because he's about to fight God with his
0: bare he's, hands.
2: Yeah, he can
1: try.
0: Uvogen smiling uh, uvogine smiling down from heaven. It's the Uvogen memorial animation. Mm.
1: Yeah, he is smiling down from heaven and he is about to fist fight God right in his damn face. Mm-hmm. So he's thriving is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so we cut back back to the airport. Um Melody and Basho are talking about their life goals and it's very cute. Yeah,
1: they're basically just having like a cool, it's like when you're, like, you get a time with like the one coworker you can stand. Mm-hmm. And you guys yeah. are just like, why the fuck are we here? <laughs> so they basically have a life go. Basho is just like, so, do you think like, Kropika will be okay? Like, you look pretty fucked it- up. Is he gonna be alright? Melody's like, absolutely not. <laughs> He's fucked.
3: He is a disaster. <laughs> Melody is like, I've been
1: hearing his loud, damn thoughts and heartbeat for the last five hours. He is not okay. He is not all right. Although he did perk up when the thought of assassination came up, so that might be a problem. Mm. <laughs> um Bajo is just like, what's with that guy anyway? And Melody basically explains like, oh, well, it seems he has like a goal that he's like willing to throw his life away for and... I don't know like I can't stop him but hopefully he takes care of himself and Basho's like that's fucking stupid (laughs) Basho's basically like it's a fucking sin not to enjoy your life and live it so you know teach their own I guess
2: Basho just goes could it be me I'm gonna get on my motorcycle and take off Twin Peaks style it's wonderful
1: Basho is living deliciously Uh, he
2: really is
0: He's just out here. Asho just wants to ride off into the sunset I, perpetually for the rest of his life right? forever.
2: I do want to point out he is he did choose a completely different outfit to be in disguise um, for right now. Melody mm-hmm. did just put on glasses and she did put on the hat that she was wearing <laughs> in the first time we ever saw her. But that's it. She yeah. has put on glasses.
1: She has her little like duck hunt fishing hat, like those <laughs> little like just round floppy hats. Yeah, it's and a also tulip just- hat. Yeah, whatever that's called.
2: It's a tulip hat. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the tulip for yeah. Animal Crossing.
0: Which yeah, we, we all know. know. Love it. <laughs> we all know. Especially me. Um Anyway, guys, Neon's escaping. Neon, Neon, oh, fuck. there she goes. Oh, Uh-oh, fuck. We were Uh-oh. There guys, she's a, she running she away? away. No, right. there's a funny scene, like Neon <laughs> sees a bunch of people going to the
1: bathroom. She's like, Oh, suddenly I have to like piss real hard. I'm gonna go to the bathroom now. I can't believe
2: she's seen Twilight.
1: Her her like attendees are like, oh, we'll go with you. And she's like, don't worry, just watch my stuff. As she takes her stuff into the bathroom with her, she takes
2: one bag. There were several bags. Okay,
1: but she takes a bag with her, and they're not like, oh, do you want us to hold that?
2: It's got her ladies things in there. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ladies things.
0: Definitely no disguises in here. Am I right? Am I right, ladies?
2: Yeah, it's her ladies things. It's not a disguise. (laughs) Ladies things. She put them in her shopping bag. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so yeah after they have their conversation the attendee basically sprints over and is like yo have you seen neon she like gone
2: mm-hmm. she did fully
3: disappear
1: yeah she fully leaves uh we see her almost immediately like stuffing her old clothes into like a trash can she's in disguise her hair's down she's like well off to go to the auction i'm lonesome fuck you dad mm-hmm Uh, And as she's doing that, we just see a lone mysterious person hold up a picture of her and just be like, nice.
2: Yeah. Clearly not threatening at all.
1: Yeah, not threatening at all. Not bad. Nothing's bad about that. It's fine. (laughs) From here, we go to, I believe, Karapika and um uh nostrad meeting the rest of our ragtag group of very memorable and very alive assassins yes
0: yeah it's the assassin meeting yeah. it's the
1: assassin group it's assassination classroom it's my assassin's favorite creed. show yeah it's the assassin's creed classroom
0: <laughs> yeah they all get together and they form a big group of assassins and you know they get all in the same room, working towards the same goal, and they all just essentially say, "Fuck teamwork we're 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 all gonna lone wolf it
1: yeah, it's funny because there's like a group of like three of them who's like, "Oh, well, you know, if we're going up against the Phantom troop who are Class A bounties and extremely dangerous and are terrifying groups of people. We should probably work together, and Cropie is just staying here like no." No, no, yeah.
0: no. Everyone, yeah, like half the people are in the room are like, no, absolutely not. I would never work together with any of these fuckers. You do get a
1: funny joke of, um, the guy is like, oh, we should choose like code names so we can communicate easily. So he's cheesy. like cheesy. I'll be red. And a oh, guy yeah, yeah. Like, I'll be blue.
0: Zeno and Silva
1: are here. Zeno and Silva. <laughs> yeah, Silva is literally just like, Silva. And the guy's like, oh, cool, Silver. And Zeno is just like, Zeno. He's like, what the fuck kind of color is that? And this like, my name, dumbass.
2: Yeah, and then Silva goes. Well, you can call me by my name, but I'm not going to answer to you or follow any of your rules. Yeah, Feel cool guy style.
1: Yeah, and they're all just like Zeno Silva,
0: Zeno Silva, Zoldic, Zoldic. Yeah, one guy is just like realizes. Yeah, he realizes that it's the Zoldics, and then he starts freaking out a little because it's the Zoldics who are apparently like the most famous assassins in the world, and then Zeno's just yeah
1: yeah you know you're like in a bad job if they get called to work with you you know you're just kind of like damn i'm not gonna get out of this alive aren't
0: i <laughs>
2: fucking zeno going oh yeah you guys get a discount if you're because you're in the same industry
1: it's yeah a fucking bitch. what a
0: power play Fucking zeno just gives the man I his business card it. says call me if you need anyone <laughs> dead
1: Imagine <laughs> you just like i like imagine you work at like a fucking mcdonald's or something and a dude like walks up to you and it's just kind of like Hey, since we both work in the food industry, I'll give you, like, 20% off next time you're at our shop. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? Damn. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, they do that. Karapika, like, when he hears their name, is just like, oh, so that's Killua's family. Yeah, that seems like it. They Everyone's afraid of them, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And we get, like, two other guys who are very cool and memorable. One looks like your regular army asshole, and the other looks... I... He has like,
0: yeah. We'll call the army asshole yeah. beret dude. I think hair? because yeah. he's yeah, wearing a, dude a beret with like
1: face paint and red hair. He looks like if he looks like if uh, Hisako was a bit edgier.
2: That guy fucks hard. I love that look.
1: Yeah, he looks like if Hisako was a bit edgier. Um <laughs> He has like a giant red braid in his face, so I'll call him Red Braid. He, he
0: he does look a little bit like a Naruto character. He looks like one of the Akatsuki.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: he looks like.
2: I always think that, and I've never
0: seen...
2: <laughs> I don't know what those guys are called. I've he never looks seen like Naruto. if Orochimaru,
1: once again, got a little bit edgier. Mm-hmm. And a little <laughs> less creepy and rapey. Um, oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, Orochimaru's bad.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
2: I take back what I said about him.
0: <laughs> Orochimaru is the the, the, the hisoka of Hunter, of Hunter, of Hunter, And Hunter unlike Naruto. Hisuka, he's That's de-
2: so sad, because he's so sexy. I like looking at him.
1: Yeah. His design is very Orochimaru's cool. funny,
0: and back to my naruto talk i do every single episode yeah um (laughs) he is a fucked up snake man and that is pretty hot
1: yeah he's Mm -hmm. a fucked up snake man he is canonically non-binary so you know that's fun he is one of those characters that is objectively evil and has done like genocides and human experimentation but he's just in this series long enough that everyone just kind of forgets about it
0: Mm. yeah god it's It's so so fucking stupid as
1: a joke whenever like There's, like, a character Yamato who always has to, like, spy on him and, like, Bardo, I think. And they treat it as a joke. They're like, dude, he's not doing anything. Just calm down. He's like, this guy used to kill kids. And they're just like, yeah, but he's over it now.
2: (laughs) He's fine now.
0: God, like... just like, The first half of the series spends, like, so much time building up, like, how much fucked up, completely unethical, inhumane stuff he's done. And then just, like, around chapter... 500 something it's just like is just like no I'm a good he guy now says, and everyone's like yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> he
1: says like oh I'm over that I have other interests now
2: <laughs> don't worry guys my character developed off screen it's fine It literally he died
1: <laughs> he died and they brought him back alive from like one piece of cell that he had like implanted in somebody else so he just came back he's like don't worry, was watching from their body. I know everything. Anyways, I'm not evil now. Damn. <laughs> it was uh, incredible.
0: Naruto. Incredible, incredible stuff.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so the team of assassins are basically like, okay, we'll split up and go do our jobs. And after that, we get just a short king of a man who was hiring the assassins and directing them, being like, yo, Nostrad, um heard you suck shit and your daughter's whack. And Nostrad's like, yeah, I heard you're a short little jealous bitch. And then the guy freaks out and tries to stab him. And Carapio holds a knife to him. And that is the scene. Yeah. It's really nothing. The dude's just mm-hmm. jealous. And, and he's
2: tiny. Yeah. He's Even sh- tinier than Carapica.
1: Yeah. Carapica's like 5'2", and this dude's like 4'5". <laughs> short king. Um, well, short. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> short fool. Um, <laughs>
2: Not every man who is short is a king you know <laughs> remember that
1: <laughs> uh where do we go
0: sometimes they're just a st- short peasant and that's the reality here we have to live with so right.
2: <laughs> not everyone's a monarch
0: yeah we go from here basically <laughs> to um
1: uh karapika and nostrad in the driving to like somewhere i think the hotel room i have no clue uh, they're they're just going dry- to the auction. Yeah, day. it's like I thought they were already at the
0: auction. It's called it's called the cemetery building, and it's like and it's like a, I, I'm pretty sure it's like a hotel where they're holding the auction at.
1: Okay, I thought they had the assassins meet at the cemetery building. I don't know why. Okay, yeah, um, they're driving to the cemetery building. Um, and Nostrad's basically just like, yeah, everyone's jealous of me because my daughter's so fucking cool. So you know. I got to keep her alive and that's how I'll build my like wealth and power in the city. And so everyone will have to respect me because I'm so cool. My daughter's so cool. And you know, Krapika, if you keep working for me, I might give you a raise. So, you know, buddy, <laughs> you might get promoted to assistant general manager. So, you know, just keep on that grind and it'll pay dividends soon. Yeah. And Krapika is like, I can't wait to kill you. Um, <laughs> He gets a phone call and he answers and Melody's immediately just like, hey, so you remember that daughter that's super important? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, she gone. <laughs> She's just like, gone, gone. She gone.
2: She, she gone, gone.
1: Um, gone girl, gone. Yeah, Krapia's like, oh, cool. I'll let the boss know. Hey, boss, your daughter's gone. It's and- so
2: funny. He just sounds so chill on the phone and then he just hangs up and he's like, hey, your daughter's like, <laughs> missing.
1: Krapia does not care about anything going on right now. He's like, hey, your daughter's like, missing, missing. And the boss just starts coughing and crying and shitting because he's so sad that his daughter's (laughs) gone um we cut from here to he's like well there's no way she'll get past the checkpoint of police that we've hired to like you know make sure people don't get to the cemetery building she doesn't have an auction pass ha." and we cut to her who has gotten past that checkpoint yeah
2: yeah she's with a an old friend who is wearing a headband now
1: uh actually i've never seen this guy in my life Mm. first of all so, check that. He has his hair down, and the only old friends I know have their hair slicked back.
3: Mm. Yeah. Oh,
0: right. If we could, if we could, if we could somehow see this man's forehead, we might be able to I might spot, be able to spot see some him. sort of identifying tattoo or mark there, like the one that Krolu. Lucifer has but uh, he has a headband so it will simply remain a mystery forever
1: he's practicing his naruto cosplay and it's just simply impossible to tell who he is Mm. yeah um (laughs) yeah so she's like thanks mister and he's just like yeah sure whatever and they cut from here and they go to the cemetery building and they're enjoying like a nice lunch yeah yeah like they're, nice, they're having
0: dinner. they're having a little no ulterior motive state
3: yeah,
2: yeah it's yeah. like got a nice uh a nice view nice candlelit table it's very sweet
1: yeah so this mysterious stranger who i will call molo kill so far he
2: literally says his name in this scene
1: <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet so thanks <laughs> This mysterious street. This is the
2: first time he says his name, his full name.
1: <laughs> yes, we haven't gotten there. They're talking about. But you're-
3: <laughs> he hasn't said his last
2: name His yet. name is
1: Molo Kilsoper until proven otherwise. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's basically just talking to Neon. And he's like, oh, um, I've heard you're a fortune teller. And she's like, huh? And he's like, she's like, how did you know that? And he's like, oh, you know, word gets around, heard it from somebody. Can't remember right now. Can you show me? And she's like, well, I am a fortune teller, you know, best there is, or so I've heard. And he's like, or so you've heard, um, don't you know? And she's like, oh, my hand just like writes it on its own. I don't actually know the fortunes I tell.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And
1: he's like, oh, that's cool as fuck. Show me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: she says she, she needs his name, uh, blood type and something else. Uh, and- his
1: name, I think, age and blood type. Mm-hmm.
2: I would never be able yeah. to get my fortune told because I don't know my blood type.
1: I have mine because I had to write it on a medical band. Mm-hmm. Um
2: I asked my parents once and they did not tell me. <laughs> I mean, they didn't know. They were like, uh, A maybe? I don't know. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> great. Good to know. Awesome.
1: Yeah, so he writes it down and gives his name and we finally get the reveal. Mm-hmm. His name is Crollo Lucilfer. Yeah.
2: <gasps> Lucifer dun, dun, dun. plus Pilfer.
1: It's normal, he's regular. He's
2: a devil who's a thief.
1: Yeah, he's normal and regular. <laughs>
2: we love puns.
1: Um so she activates her power, we see the
2: Well blob first she dose. says what kind of name is that? Oh yeah, says, she makes a fun of it. My friends call me boss. And just, she's just like, not threatening at
3: all.
1: <laughs> she's like, "What kind of name is that?" He's like, "Well, my friends call me Boss." And she's like, "That's fucking weird, too."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. So she begins to use her power, and she begins to write. And he's looking at it normally.
2: Yeah, here comes Dimple from Mod Psycho again.
1: Yeah, he looks normal as he sees Dimple from Mod Psycho.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when she gets done, she gives it back to him, and he reads his nice little poem um
2: i have it up oh
1: good because i wrote I it down i, I have so, it like memorized but not fully
2: the first stanza is all that we get here do you want me to just go through the whole thing now which i have that later or do you um, want me to we just can just read go what? for the
1: first one because it's brought up later okay
2: okay so the, the all that he reads out here is forever set a precious moon is lost okay. the other <laughs> <True>. <laughs> the more in him with ceremony grand Rising up to heaven, the mighty moon of frost with a melody from the morning band. So we're going to hear that a lot, but this is the first time we hear that and we just hear the first stanza.
1: Yeah, we're going to hear it a lot because it whips. It does whip. Um He reads this to himself and we get a shot of him crying.
2: He sheds a single tear yeah. for our fallen moon.
1: And it's very cute. It's very gay. Um, I genuinely love this scene so fucking much. It's very Yeah, funny. it's great. I love that they take the time to show that he actually does fully care about his friend and will cry for him, yeah, um, yeah, well,
2: found family.
1: it's cute <laughs> <laughs> The phantom troops, so far as we've seen, has done nothing wrong on screen on screen on screen. all they've done is shoot rich people, and that's fine,
3: yeah,
0: um so damn what if what if someone wrote a poem for you and it stirred up feelings of grief about your recently departed friend?
1: So damn. powerful that you started crying at the table and the other person was like, you good, bro.
2: And they didn't even actually write the poem.
0: Yeah, just Dimple from Mob Psycho did it. <laughs>
2: Dimple from Mob Psycho. Just what
0: if a them. nasty ghost wrote a poem <laughs> for you and you Those cried words. because it stirred up feelings of your recently departed yeah, friend? That'd, That'd be be super fucking What if a nasty ghost cool.
2: appeared and just wrote you a really touching poem about you and your friends?
1: <laughs> well, then I got a new damn friend.
2: Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... So we go from here he basically said he's like it's beautiful and also correct um he starts to ask her like what these certain lines mean and she says no 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 don't tell me don't tell me um i i never hear the poems are right and he's like oh why and he's like she's like oh well i just feel like they'll be more correct that way mm-hmm. and he basically I love nan I love Nen. It's
2: very cool how uh, that's like her whole like contracts yeah. and stuff and like they she just it, it's completely on accident.
1: Yeah, she just gave herself like self-imposed restrictions on accident. Yeah. Love that. Love how that just works like that. Um so he just says basically let's go. The auction will start soon. And as they're going to the like elevator, she bins to like give us a little bit about her backstory. We got Neon backstory. Mhm. Um, she once heard, like, the predictions will be more correct if you don't tell them to anybody from, like, a fortune teller she saw when she was little. And she was basically so moved by that that she's like, oh, well. She was basically so moved that that she took it upon herself to also never do that. And he says, oh, well. Do you believe? Oh wait, sorry. I think this was earlier. He does ask her if she believes in the afterlife, and she says, "Fuck
0: no." Um,
3: and- yeah, I
0: think- yeah she- yeah because Chrollo mentions like the uh, a line about like a requiem yeah. for his his fallen friend, and he's like. What do you think that means? Do you do you like believe in the afterlife? And she says, "Well, I think the requiem is probably a way for the living to process things. I don't really believe in the afterlife. I think these rituals around death are for the 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 people to help process their grief or something like that."
1: Yeah, that's probably correct. And then at the elevator. Yeah, that's
2: what they're talking about at the elevator. Yeah, she's like, I heard that from a fortune teller. And it's very funny because it is very much like it's to us. It's pretty quick because it's going scene to scene. But they do take the time every time they have a little snippet of this conversation to have Prolo be like, what are where did you? It's like, it's very
1: funny. He does like react like, oh, yeah, you the thing we were talking about a few minutes ago. Time is
2: passing between each of these snippets of conversation. Neon is in her own world entirely. (laughs)
1: Yeah, because they're going down the elevator and she's just kind of like later that woman that I was talking about was arrested for fraud and he's just like what? <laughs> <laughs> and he, she's like the woman I was talking about she was arrested and he's like oh yeah, you mean the um galactic matron.
2: Yeah, her name is the galactic matron.
1: Which rules. Mm. <laughs> that fucking
0: rules, dude.
1: Um she's like, "Yeah, sh-
0: god, I wish I had a stage the name so cool as matron. that."
1: That's they right. do uh translate it in the 99 as Galactic Grandma, which is also pretty cool. So I'm trying <laughs> to decide which is cooler.
2: Oh, that slaps.
1: But she basically says, like, yeah, that's why she, like, inspired me so much that I wanted to be a fortune teller, and so I am.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah? It is right before that that we get the rest of the poem.
1: Oh, yeah, he does begin to think about it, which is why he goes what
2: yeah so the rest of the poem that or the least what comes up here i think it's the there's more though.
1: but it comes um, up later
2: but so he says harvest barren wine spilled lovers slumber beside the bloody scarlet eyes okay right though cut in half shall be your number not lost wherein your advantage lies amuse yourself with the entract Seek out new friends once in a bind. Perhaps to the east one can be tracked. The one most needed you're sure to find. And then, like, right out of that is where Neon says, that fortune teller later got arrested for fraud. And Grola's like, what?
1: He's (laughs) in his own little world. They're both, like, ignoring each other quietly. They're
2: both just not having the same conversation.
1: Yeah, but, like, when they get out of the elevator, he's, like, casually just like, yeah, that friend I was talking about later. And she goes, huh? Mm-hmm. So we're continuing this, like, comedy of them forgetting they were talking to each other, which is really funny. But he's just like...
0: Yeah? What if two people were both introverted and spacey and they tried to have a conversation? God.
1: It's <laughs> just me having conversations with people. <laughs> yeah. This is me going, huh? Um, he's just like, well, I do believe in the afterlife, and... That's why I'm here, to, like, you know, carry out my friend's, like, dying wishes. And she's like, oh, what do you mean by that? And he just, like, fully just knocks her out to, like, quick check, quick chop, knocks her fully out. And as she's falling, he's like, to wreak havoc.
2: It's wonderful.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. As she's falling, he, like, catches her and is me just like, Miss, are you all right? Oh, my God, please, somebody <laughs>
2: get help. Fuck. I wrote a little mischief emoji in my notes.
0: Oh no, she suddenly fainted for no reason.
1: Oh my, oh my god! She's going through her womanly hysterics. She fainted! Please, someone call the ambulance! <laughs> someone find her uterus. <laughs> I think
3: Please! It fell out. She's god. gonna die!
0: Fuck! Get her to a doctor! And all the things she's hurt. having vapors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you have vapors? Please! <laughs> The doctors are, the guards are just like, oh, well, I don't know. Like, we'd have to call the ambulance. They don't have a pass or they never get through the blockade. And he's just like, what? But if she dies from her womanly hysterics, (laughs) she's the daughter of the Nostrad family. How can you explain that to him? And then like the dude watching the camera is like, ah, damn, the Dons are fans of hers, huh?
3: well Okay.
1: We'll get the ambulance through here. Just like take her to a room or something. And as we do that, we just go back to Beret Man, who is also just watching the cameras. And we get my famous favorite line in, like, the dub. Yes. Because he's like, hey, can you, like, replay that camera and, like, slow it down, like, a lot? hmm And as he does this, he sees, like, the briefest flash of, like, Crullo, like, knocking her out. And he just goes, the swiftest chop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it really was. It was he the just, swiftest
1: chop. Just the swiftest chop. Every other line the du the subs, the ninety nine, there's like, well, that was a pretty quick hit, like pass it. <laughs> this guy the dub there's like the swiftest the chop.
3: Swiftest chop.
1: Um he basically goes through like a he's to come moment where he gets really horny for the idea of murder. He's yeah. like, Damn, he's the same breed as me. We both love killing. I'm so hard. Um And that's it for that scene with that dude. Yeah. Doesn't really matter.
0: Is this is this when the Phantom Troop goes sicko mode?
1: We're not there yet. We have a few more scenes with uh-huh. like neon and Nostrad. They have to get to the building before the Phantom Troop goes sicko mode or they die. Um, yeah,
2: Karapika has to once again show uh somebody smarter. important. He has to once again show somebody important that there are pictures of them on the hunter website. Like half of this arc is just internet bad pictures online.
1: <laughs> just half of them being like, see, your pictures are online.
0: Um, is just explaining the internet to this old man. Yeah. That's his job now, and he hates it.
1: He basically just goes like, oh, damn, looks like your daughter's already at the cemetery building. He's like, what the fuck? And he's just like, yeah, we should turn around and, like, go there, like, now. Um, so they get there, they find her, she's, like, knocked out in bed, Nostrad is, like, shitting and farting and crying. Um... Karapia basically brings up the images on the Hunter website and is like, yeah, so your daughter is online so that's how they found her and knew to bring her here so that's Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I think this is yeah, then we go back to the cool stuff we go back to the beret man wandering Mm -hmm. through the halls, he's being horny about murder and blood Yes. talking about how Krollo left a trail for him to follow, like a trail of rose petals but this time it's blood
2: Yeah, and he's like, well, he knew I would follow it because I can, like, smell it.
1: And it's very, you know. He's like, we're the same breed. And I'm just
0: like, Mm eh. Talking about how they're both predators. They're both horny for killing.
1: Yeah, so he goes to, it's like the top of the building, like, construction area. Yes. And he, like, peeks around the corner to this big empty room with one dude tied to a chair with a bunch of fucking ballpoint pens shoved all over his body. And he's like peeking in and Krolo's just like, you can come in, you know, I'm not going to do any weird dirty tricks as he like picks a pen out of this dude's head. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, just cool one on one fight. No weird tricks. Nothing weird at all. Can you get in here? And
0: <laughs> hey, come on in. It's Krollo's room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just get in here it's, okay.
0: it's Corolla's room no traps in this place it's just an enclosed space get in here no get traps in here no nothing
2: I just have pens that's it I
1: only have pens in this enclosed room can you please <laughs> get in here um so this dude's like yeah let's fucking go I can't wait for this and we, we cut, cut away it, yeah. yeah we cut away from that scene to more Carapica and Nostrad shenanigans do we do we? I thought we did. No.
2: I thought we just cut to Phaeton and Finks.
1: Oh, does he text it? Yeah, he does text them already. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah we cut to Phaeton yeah. and Finks. Uh, Finks fully has a dude trapped. He has a dude's head fully within his hands, and his neck yeah. going ninety degrees. He pulls the UVO. Yeah.
0: Th- now the Phantom Troop is just like fighting their way through like the intense like police and mafia barricade. Oh, yeah, they're doing nothing but a civil service. <laughs> yeah right. They're doing
1: nothing but a civil service. They're cleaning up organized crime and killing the police. It's nothing but good, yes yeah. I still don't know if they're villains.
0: They've put up so much security around this <laughs> auction because they know the phantom troop is gonna attack it, and the phantom troop just thinks that's great <laughs> thinks uh, is time. is just is just fully just like 1080 spinning people's heads around, twisting their necks up. So nasty. Phaeton is just decapitating people left and right. They're having a great time and they're doing it all for yeah, Uvogine. They're just
1: kind of like, oh, we got a Phaeton's like, hey, we got a text from the boss and thinks is just like, what is it? And he's like, well, he wants us to meet him at the cemetery building. And he's just like, well, we are already heading there. So that's cool. And he's like, oh, he did leave us like, a new fun instruction. He's like, "What's that?" He's like, "Make it a big fucking show."
2: Yeah, we get a cut like we're Cur- like it's like Carlo's voiceover, and he's like, "Make it a big show," and then we get like all of the fan and fruit faces, and then it's just a big cut with dramatic music, and then just tearing up. Yeah, just absolutely going to town. We it's get like wonderful
1: Franklin and Shizuku driving in like a tiny little car, and they drive through like the blockade and like the. Mafia, like, shoots through their windows and blows up their car, and they're like, Ooh, cool, we got him! And then Franklin just kind of wanders out, and he just fucking opens his fingers and opens fire.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we get, like, scenes of Shalnark, like, using his net ability, which is the cool,
0: like, puppet thing, to shoot people. Um yeah th- it, this this happens later but at one point shalnark is controlling a guy with a gun and it's literally just like a little fps <laughs> on his little phone screen as he's like yeah, pushing buttons it's so cute it's great
1: um we get like we get machi being the coolest as like there are people wandering through the park and they like come up to like people strung through the trees looking like they're fucking corpses and yeah. she's just like Pulls a string and they just all their bodies just like open fire.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um.
2: Pakunoda just has a gun.
1: Pakunoda has a gun because she's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. We go from here back to the nice little enclosed space that.
2: Oh, the, we do see Hisoka standing on a hill just watching.
1: Yeah, he does care. not care
2: at all. And the poem is going over all of this.
1: Yeah, Hisoka is just watching because he could not be bothered because none of these people get him horny. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> We go from here to Crolo and the one guy. The one guy is having a great time because he is currently attached to a wall, missing large chunks of his body.
2: Yes, Beret Man is.
0: Most of his body and part of his and head is gone, and he's like, well, wow, this is fucked up. Hey, why aren't I dead? Okay. <laughs> I hate it.
1: He's Thanks, like, hey, I buddy. hate it. Hey. Why, why am I not dead? Hey, buddy! We do get to see <laughs> the coolest Nen ability so far, which is a bunch of, like, ghostly skeleton fish are swimming around. Mm-hmm. And Krollo just explains, like, oh, well, these are indoor fish. They are made up of Nen, and they are, they, when you are bitten by them, you cannot bleed, you do not feel pain, and you do not die until they are dispelled. And they have quite a taste for human flesh. And this dude's like, oh, oh, can't die? <laughs> On God? <laughs>
0: These cool little Pokemon of mine will keep you alive in eternal suffering. Mm-hmm.
1: And this dude's like, can't die, God,
2: That's cool. <laughs> he's like, haha, half my brain is gone. What the fuck? <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Crow is just like, he has like a remote for like the um window that he's standing near. And he's just kind of like, okay, well, I'm done with you. And he like clicks it and the window begins to open and the fish disappear. And like the dude's just like, haha, and then just dies.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah, all the blood explodes out of his few remaining chunks of flesh and head.
1: Yeah, and Krollo is just kind of like, closes like a little book he's holding. Hope that's not important for later. Um, and then he basically's like, okay, Uvo, we dedicate this Requiem to you. And then things begin to pop off even more.
3: Mm-hmm. The
1: music fucking goes crazy. It's that, like, large people just going, oh, they're going crazy. Um... <laughs> We see scenes of Franklin shooting people, Pokinoto shooting people, uh, Shalnar controlling a dude to shoot people. Uh, we get Machi basically once again using people connected <laughs> to, connect to the strings to shoot more people. Uh, Finks is having a great time snapping next 360.
0: Pretty, pretty sure Shizuku is whacking people with a vacuum cleaner somewhere in there. Yeah, she's cool.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Phaeton has been having a fun time perfectly cutting people's heads off as they line up
0: um finks is just like running around just like just sort of barely rushing people's heads and necks and like each time it does it's it just a totally cool like scene fucking when he does that because he's just like running past them and as he does he just
1: grabs their head and pulls and their heads just spin it's
2: very it's, sexy it's <laughs> very cool how he <laughs> just is
1: like
0: yoink yoink
1: yoink yoink yoink,
0: yoink. it's It's some very fun animation. This whole scene's so
2: cool.
1: I
0: like to think Finks
1: and Phaeton have a game where they can see how many people they kill. Like, the two feel like the most buddy-buddy in this group.
2: And we're getting the poem again.
1: Yeah, we're getting the poem. Uh, He very much loves that poem.
2: Krolo is conducting. He's standing up, like, against the window, just being a, you know, being- Being cool. One of my favorite tropes.
1: Yeah, he's conducting the carnage. Um, Once again, Hiska is still on a roof, just kind of watching, like, damn. Fucked up.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we go from here to the sounds of carnage and uh, Carapica being like, "So, can I like get out there?"
2: I don't know if we do see Carapica, and then I think the episode ends there.
1: Oh, is that where the episode ends? Oh yeah, because I think he's so. like, "Oh yeah, we dedicate this requiem to you." And then yeah, the episode and, cuts And on. then the
2: narrator says, "You know, somehow this night of just like senseless murder was kind of sad." It's like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he says in the dub he's like it was the beginning of a dark and stormy night and having seen the series before it does not rain this night
3: <laughs>
1: um yeah but yeah. that's episode uh the ending is very funny
0: Yeah, my, my first note for episode 52 is just rampage continues, so we we get some more of that.
1: It do fucking continue. Yeah, we get the ambulance that was called like forever ago and they finally get there and the doctor's just like, what the fuck is going on? What's with everybody tonight? Everyone's fucking crazy.
0: yeah. And then the doctor gets a bunch of guns pointed at him and the guard and the mafia guards are like, Hey So things are going things are going whack. So um We've we've increased our security a little bit.
1: <laughs> the newest security measures call for me pointing a gun at your head for the entire duration of your stay. Um
2: Oh, um before that real quick, uh we do see Kilo and going they're on a bus somewhere in the they, oh, yeah, they're they, on a they, train. Yeah, they do an yeah. emergency stop because of that. And then Phaeton kills that redhead we were talking about earlier. Redhead. The the grady redhead who looks like a guy from Naruto.
1: Oh, yeah, that wasn't Phaeton. That was Corolla.
2: Oh, that was Corolla? Yeah, okay. the dude is
1: in the building and he like, they do like an anime clash and Corolla is just kind of standing perfectly still in the background. The dude's like, hey, they're making this too easy for me. And as then he, he
2: falls over it. And I didn't see who it was. Yeah. I just like yeah. He like a piece turns his head
1: slightly as he's talking, and you see the pen sticking perfectly out of his head. And he like continues to talk, okay. and then he goes like "huh," and then he dies. And Krollo just continues walking.
2: I thought it was Phaeton Super Speed. Anyways, redhead. Crollo
0: dabs and walks away. <laughs> yeah,
1: Krollo like hits the woe and then continues the moving. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we do get, uh, Killua and Gone, their train stops, and they're like, we're experiencing some slight delays for no reason whatsoever, so, um, if y'all can, like, wait here and don't move and don't go outside, that'll be great, and Gone and Killua are like, well, bye, and they get off the train and start dashing. Um.
2: They also dab and run away.
1: Yeah, they do dab as they run. Uh, we do, yeah, go from here to Karapika. the doctor has arrived, Uh, the one guard knows Krappia is, like, supposed to be in the assassin group and is just like, why the fuck are you here?
2: I don't understand why that guy was so... So, there's a scene where that security guy comes up to Krapika and Krapika's like, I have to infect you all. And the dude's like, oh, damn, really? And, like, he's the one who was like, hey, doctor, I'm gonna point a gun at your head. It's very confusing to me.
1: I mean, once again... He's just kind of like, I'm just doing my damn job over here and he probably doesn't want to be here tonight while the whole town's exploding. Um. He
2: literally says, damn you to Karateka for being like, you can't get in here unless I inspect you. Yeah. So, so the dude's just
1: kind of like, hey, aren't you part of the assassination group? Shouldn't you be like doing your job with the people blowing up the city? And Nostrad.
0: because like, yeah, shouldn't I? And looks <laughs> directly at.
1: Nostrad is just like, his my daughter! My daughter. my daughter and Krapika's i will like,
3: without
1: her Krapika's just like i'll be in the building dummy and he's <gasps> like oh i guess that's all right but you must get over here if i call you please so nostrad's needy mm-hmm. um is like cool sweet bye and he goes out to conduct some assassination business yes he walks by a bunch of like mafia goons who are sitting in a Large room going like, hey, so stuff's exploding outside. Are we still holding this auction or like what?
2: Can I have my weapons, please? Yeah, I would really like, like to have my weapon.
1: They're like, phone, weapon, can I have those, please? I want to like, please, please, can I have them? And the like attendants are like, uh no, the rules say you can't have your phone or weapon. Um If you can please just ignore the explosions and ground shaking outside, that'd be great. We'll get started in about like 30 minutes.
2: I have no sympathy for these auction goers being like hey can i have my weapons back and they're like y'all knew coming into this auction that a there was gonna be a threat from the phantom troop and b you would not have access to your weapons
1: yeah they're like "Complain." they're like what do you what should we do if they break in Fight them with their bare hands and i say yes yeah and i say fucking like- <laughs> square up um Karapika is basically just like, these fucking morons risking their life for nothing. Like, these are all big shots trying to prove they aren't scared of the Phantom Troop, but they should be, because you know, they're currently blowing up the city for funsies. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets downstairs, and we see the scene that you were talking about earlier with the dude, like, walking out from an explosion. He's like, you guys, you should run! The Phantom Troop, they're so strong! Do you want to know how strong they are? I can show you, and then he like opens fire on everyone, and
0: yeah, um, and he has this like very strained, very like freaky look on his, very fun looking expression on his face, yeah. and we can tell that something's fucked up, and yeah, Shawnark, Shawnark
2: has a has turned apparently, ha-
0: <laughs> Shawnark yeah. is like Shawnark has turned him into his personal. N64, and he's playing dub- Golden 007 Goldeneye on there.
1: Sean Mark is practicing for Video Game Island early. <laughs> he's gonna fucking breeze through that game. He's practicing his speedrun strats. Oh, yeah. Um, the dude, like, gets shot a bunch of times, but keeps going until he gets shot in the head, and then he, like, conks out, and Sean Mark's like, ah, damn, they got him in the head. Whoop, well, gotta go find another. So that's cool.
2: So I, um, I think this scene we're going... Um, where where Karapika receives a phone call is before that,
1: because he jumps
2: back through the building at when Shelnark's guy starts. Oh cheering, yeah, and then that's the. Sorry,
1: episode. I thought it was a little later.
2: No, you're good, but yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Karapika finally answers. I have
1: in my notes.
0: Karapika finally picks yeah! up his phone.
1: My, Karapika <laughs> finally picks up his damn phone and doesn't sit there and let it for read. the
0: first time is in his entire life.
1: You will pick it up twice this episode, and both are bad times. Mm-hmm. Um. It <laughs> up, and Gon's just like, oh, thank God you answered, Krapia. Are you, like, okay? And Krapia's like, what are you doing here?
2: Mm-hmm. And Gon's like, um, the Phantom Troop. Gon's troopers.
1: like- Gon's like, yeah, remember? <laughs> yeah, Gon's like, we got captured by the Phantom Troop. <laughs> you <laughs> wanna hear you some doing? sick shit? We got captured by the Phantom Troop. And fucking Krapia <laughs> goes a little crazy, goes a little stupid at that knowledge. And he's just like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Are you insane? <laughs> I leave you alone for six months. <laughs>
2: Do and, not answer any of your calls. Yeah, we get, like,
1: a, <laughs> like Kilo being like, don't worry, God. I got this. Yeah. And he takes the phone. He's like, those guys were, like, really strong. Like, really fucking strong. And Kropka's like, I know. Don't get near them. And Kilo's just like, want to know what their powers are? And he's like, I got it. And he's like, want to know where their hideout is? He's like, I got it. And he's like, do you want to be our friend? And he's like, Nope. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, and was <laughs> just like, well, you know, we're probably gonna keep going after them, even if you won't think of us as your friends or equals, so, yeah. you know, fuck you for now.
2: Yeah, he says that they're after him because he knows he's the chain user, and he's like, well, if you're not gonna see us as friends and equals, then fine, which is pretty rich coming from him when he called him this guy, yeah. not six months ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, he finally learned his name. Kilo, <laughs> yeah, bad <laughs> enough. Kilo's- <laughs> yeah, Kilo is like I've finally learned your name. That means we're best friends now, and you have to treat us as equals. Who know how to collect information and be helpful at, in in regards to the Phantom Troop.
2: Also, I'm twelve.
0: Also, we're also 12. we're twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Gon takes
1: back the phone, and he's just like, "Hey, Karapika." Well, I was arm wrestling that one guy. Did you know we arm wrestled? We arm wrestled for like five hours. I was arm wrestling one of them and he was like crying and shitting and farting when he was thinking about his dead Mm friends. And it was like super sad and it made me so fucking mad. I really want to kill all of them. Can we like work together on that? (laughs) And Crappy was just like, I'll call you back, buddy. (laughs) So, you know.
2: Just like, I'm busy right now, actually. He's
1: like, you know, there's like a lot of explosions going on. You're breaking up. Um, See ya.
2: (laughs) I'm going through a tunnel.
1: (laughs) I'm going through a tunnel known as my depression. <laughs> so that's when we get the one dude being like, oh my god, I'm crazy, I'm stupid, ah! Um, and Crappy is like, fuck, things are very bad. One guy runs up and he's like, hey, we found a bunch of dead assassins in the building, so that means one of them's in here. And Krapi's mm-hmm. like, god damn it!" So... We basically go to him, still angry, walking around, and then we go back to the large group of mafia men.
2: Yeah. There's a guy, whose name is Bean, because he makes a phone call to, like, the assassins and says, it's me, Bean. But I don't really remember. (laughs) No relation to Beans. I don't remember what he said or did, because all I wrote in my notes was, it's me, Bean. Um, He was definitely scared of what (laughs) was going on outside and was like, damn, they're already in the building. That's all I remember.
0: (laughs) My notes just say, respect, Bean yeah bean
2: that's maybe he's part of the bean choir too
1: <laughs> yeah so they're breaking shit they're pissed they're yelling at the attendants because they suck shit um we get like a few shots of like some of the attendees holding like Neon's like rain down fortunes and it's just like well it says as long as i don't go downstairs i'll be fine so none of this is bothering me i'm all good none of this is like a problem
2: she was right the first time i don't understand this <laughs>
1: You know, it says they'll be fine if they don't go downstairs in this building of which they are in an elevated spot. Yeah, so in an fine.
2: auditorium where they you are- have to walk down a stair to get to your seat.
1: Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they'll just sit at the couch and listen really closely.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Yeah, so it goes from here. They're all like yelling and like breaking shit and being like, give me back my weapons. And then we go to a
0: large crash
1: as someone punches the wall.
0: Yeah. It's Zeno and he says, "Hey, listen up, stinky.
1: <laughs> listen up. <laughs> listen up,
0: dummies. He's- even if you had all your weapons, I could still kill all of you without even really trying or caring about it that much. So, maybe just be quiet and let the grown-ups do, do the fighty fight."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all just like, "Oh, the Zoldicks are here. Who the fuck hired those weirdos?"
2: I find it very funny that the mafia is so high and mighty about assassins. It's very strange. They're just like, Oh, these fucking freaks. What well, are you yeah, doing? Yeah, they're not here? part of
1: the community. Sure. Um Yeah, so the Zoldex basically say, Yeah, we got this. If you guys can like shut up and stop making our job so annoying, that'd be great. <laughs> um So they head out and we get a shot of uh Zeno and Silva basically going like, Damn, we're gonna have to check every room in this building, aren't we? It really sucks that this guy's so good at hiding. We're going to have to check every single fucking room.
2: Yeah. This sucks. Zena's like, well, I guess I can use N, even though it's such a pain in the ass.
1: And Silva's just like, this button's like a 100 meters. Are you sure you can do that, old man? Silva's just like, I can do 300 meters if I want to. Don't fucking (laughs) insult me.
2: Don't fucking test me, son.
1: (laughs) Which is funny, because in the 90- This is jumping ahead, but in the 99, we do get- um. When uh, Nobunaga is doing his N, he does say, oh, yeah, like, Master Studying N can get up to, like, 50 meters, they say. <laughs> like, it's a super long and held legend that you can do even 50 meters of N. And these two are just like, huh, so double that three times? Let, yeah, let's just go 300 meters. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it really is annoying because I get a little tired, but it's fine. It's fine. Um n- Normal old man. They're both normal. Their whole family is normal.
2: Has an insane amount of guilt energy.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> these, these guys have an, an unreal amounts of guilt energy. <laughs> we will see later. Um Yeah, so they begin doing, like, uh they're starting from the roof and going down to, like, each level, feeling out the energy. Mm-hmm. We get, like, scenes of Karakika, like, running up the stairs from, like, the floor...
0: Yeah, meanwhile, Karapika's been doing some investigation of his own. He found a dead body with some pens stuck in it. Hmm, I wonder if that means anything.
1: Yeah, he's just like, okay, well, we gotta go check. And as he's, like, getting to a certain floor, he stops and looks at a door. And he's like, hmm, this could be, no. But what if? Unless. And he's about to, like, walk to the door that seems to be radiating, please don't go in here. Um... And he's about to go in and then he gets a phone call. Mr. Nostrad, he's like, Krapika, you promised. You're late. My daughter, please. And Krapika's like, damn job, damn open availability. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. God damn open availability. I should have just said you can't call me. I should have given a fake number. And to which I say, Krapika, you could have just said your phone got broke.
2: I just want Karapika to stand up to his boss in this moment.
1: Karapika, you could have just said your phone got broke. You just said, dude, there are explosions everywhere. I dropped my phone. It broke. I'm sorry.
2: Once again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mr. Nostrad calls Karapika on the phone and says, uh, hey, so working hard or hardly working? And Karapika's <laughs> like, fuck this fucking job. God damn it.
1: <laughs> he says, what am I even paying you for? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Krapia leaves the ominous door that's raiding ominous, like it's Jojo, um, mm-hmm. and goes back to his bummer of a boss. And as he does that, we get the next scene of, uh, who's this? The Zoldyx at the same doors. And they're just <laughs> kind of like, okay, well, here we go. And they both open it in unison. And as they walk in, we see Chrollo Lucifer. Standing in this big open auditorium on the stage looking normal.
2: He's looking mad sleepy.
1: <laughs> he has so many bags under his <laughs> eyes. He's so tired. <laughs>
0: me right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he they walk in and this dude is just kinda like, Oh, so it's you again, Mr. Zoldig. And Silva's like, Oh, you remember me? And he's just like, "Crow's like, Yeah, you killed one of my guys. And <laughs> Silva's just like, it wasn't easy. Come on, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> and as they're walking, he bases like, "Hey, Grandpa, um, this guy can steal abilities, so be careful about that one." And then I pop huge because they begin their fight.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking sick. It's pretty, it's a pretty
3: fucking good fight.
1: Shit. It's like it opens. They walk towards each other for a bit, and then they do like that anime disappear, which means they just jump for no reason.
2: Yeah, um, they can fly.
1: They fly now? Um, <laughs> so it, so like Zeno condenses like some gilf energy in his hand and then shoots it out and it, like hits, uh, Crollo. Crollo rolls to the floor as like Silva jumps down and tries to crush his head like a grape. As he does this, he like pulls out a knife out of nowhere and slashes at Silva. And so it was like, damn, that knife cut my skin. Must be pretty damn sharp.
0: She's like, oh. And then at callback time, he says it looks like a mid-era Ben's knife. He oh, says, shit. mid-era
1: Ben's knife by the design. He's like, which must mean it's poison. And then he just, like, takes a strand of his apparently super coarse hair. And then just, like, presses the wound to squeeze out some blood. And then makes it like a little, like,
0: tourniquet on his arm.
2: He literally bandages it with one <laughs> strand of hair. I'm so confused about this man. And then
0: I think he I think it's meant to be that he just like tied off the veins so that more poison doesn't get into his heart or brain or organs or whatever.
1: Yeah, and fucking Zeno just like pops over <laughs> and he's just like, You okay, dude? And he's like, Yeah, it's just poison. I should be alright. And Crow is saying that he's like just poison? That was enough toxins to paralyze a whale. <laughs> <laughs> and Zeno then puts on his Sherlock hat and enters his mind palace. And he's just like, So, judging by that, like, ability to steal abilities, that's pretty impressive. But an ability like that will have a lot of costs and a lot of things to activate it. And Crow is like, in his head, he's like, Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And so Zeno's just like, and judging by that knife, it means that you can't just do that easily in a fight, which is why you're using a knife to offset that, like, problem. And Krull is like, okay, right again, smart old man, what the fuck? And he's like, so, if we both just keep on the pressure, you can't do shit, so this should be easy. Mm-hmm. And then Krull is just like, yeah, but what's this? And he takes out
0: a book. <laughs> oh, the so, book, where have we seen that before? Certainly nowhere oh, my God. nowhere important. It's
1: definitely not important or weird or strange at all. Um he summons the book as Zeno begins to walk towards him and folks seen a bunch of aura.
0: Um Yeah. And then and then hey, remember remember the dead man owl who wore the nasty flip-flops?
1: Yeah, remember the definitely dead and totally not alive right now man of owl who wore the nasty flip-flops? The
2: guy who wrote Hey There Delilah?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Trolla's just got that guy's headshot in his little book there. Wonder what that means. And he opens
1: it, and as he does, he gets Owl's big cloak. That's weird.
2: We love this.
1: Interesting. Um
2: This is my favorite plan of all time, that he's just trying to- He's like,
1: just trying to put one of them in a sack for later. He's
3: just trying to take a tiny yeah. Zeno away. <laughs>
1: Like, Zeno begins, (laughs) Zeno's like, oh, that's a pretty cool ability, I should probably stay away from that, I don't know what a Conjured Cloak could do. So he engages his cool power.
0: Zeno just yeets a
1: dragon at the man. (laughs) Zeno uses his power, Dragon Head, Mm -hmm. and then fires it for the second
0: ability called Dragon Lance. Mm. If you've ever seen the, uh, the Dragon Gun from Custom Robo, it's like that shit.
1: Oh uh, yeah. It looks sick as fuck. He fires, like, a dragon made out of energy at fucking Krolo. Crollo has to begin dodging and hopping away, and they do that for a bit. Zeno's just basically like, oh, so judging by the fact that he's not, like, engaging me and just trying to, like, get closer, it means his ability is defensive. So, I just need to keep throwing this dragon at him, and I should be alright. Um, as he does this, Silva's just like, running after to the side just keeping an eye on them and he's like
3: he's just booking
1: yeah he's just fucking booking <laughs> keeping up with them he's just like so he needs the book open use his ability and eventually Krollo closes the book because he realizes that cloak ain't gonna do shit mm-hmm. <laughs> against the dragon
2: there is the point too where zeno says like hey i'm gonna try to like you know pin him down and when i do you have to kill him, even if it means you're going to kill me, too. And Silva's just like, yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love this family's relationship in relation to their job. There They're is no like, hesitation yeah, okay.
2: whatsoever. They will easily kill each other for a paycheck. <laughs>
3: like, yeah, all right.
1: <laughs> Don't want to ruin that perfect record. Um Yeah, so as Silva's, like, keeping up, he's just like, well, this guy's going to be tough. He's gotten, like, a lot better than last time I saw him, so we might have to, like pay with our lives if we want to get this job done which the work, e- work ethic here
3: yeah
0: Um, as he does this damn like, we thought Karapika was being a good employee from that last scene but hears these two wins. they
2: really were just all having the same motivation which is I have to be good at my job just-
0: Karapika's <laughs> job capitalism. happened
2: to be you have to come back and guard my shitty daughter
1: yeah.
0: sorry Karapika but employee of the month <laughs> not going to you this time
1: <laughs> as Zeno as uh, Sova's running he like increases his aura which distracts Krollo for a second and Krolo looks over and as he does this Zeno catches him with his dragon and presses up him against the wall mm-hmm. and jumps in and as he does Krollo tries to like kick him and Zeno just like wraps himself around Krolo's legs and just starts batting him like a cat <laughs> Like, he's just sitting there just smacking him like a cat over and over again for, like, a few seconds. And he's just like, Silva, do it! There's more
2: than one cat boy in that family. They're
1: all cat boys. I thought we established that was, like, their whole family line. Silva has cat eyes.
2: That's true.
1: Yeah, it's always good. We don't a lot
2: of cat from Zeno, but we do hear.
1: He has the cat bat. Um... So, as he does this, Silva's like behind them and he just kind of floats off the ground as like two giant fucking energy spheres appear in his hand. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and Crollo just like looks at them like, uh oh. <laughs> it's like a look of uh uh-uh. uh.
2: Why is Silva's power so sexy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> of all the like assassination abilities, he's just like, what if I blew you up what? with my <laughs> big Lime orbs?
3: Neither of
2: their powers seem really like necessarily suited to the assassin life, sure, for like Nen stuff, yeah, but if you're not fighting, I mean, I get obviously they have other skills, but it's so funny that they're very specialized, like it's Nen funny because are so like magic wizard style.
0: <laughs> what if your stealthy you know, instant kill assassination technique was a Goku energy like- blast? <laughs> Or an entire dragon.
1: We, this is even funnier because once again, <laughs> jumping head into the future, we do see more of, uh, Silva's, like, ability, not Silva's, Zeno's abilities. Uh huh. One of them is literally just making a bunch of dragons rain onto an entire building. <laughs> like, the most conspicuous fucking attack where it's like, what if I just bombed an entire building?
0: I love that's like so much of the Zoldic sort of training and lifestyle is devoted to stealth and so you know to learn magic, subtlety learn. and yeah and then and then and then their special moves are just blow everything right the fuck up.
2: To be fair, if they all get dropped off at the fucking battle arena or heaven's arena when they're like 6 and that's when they develop nin abilities and they've learned assassin skills up until then maybe maybe they just want something flashy oh my
1: god can you imagine silva at the battle arena
2: yeah that's
3: when he t- <laughs> like
1: <laughs> can you imagine a crater
3: <laughs>
1: he's on like the 200th floor and he deploys that and there's just, like a hole going down to like the 50th floor now
2: does maluki have a nun ability
1: i don't know and i don't care okay if he does, he's That's never sure fair it.
2: enough. I don't really want to I know. I think he's I like was- the epitome
1: of a fail son. Like, I don't think they ever dropped him off at, like, the Heavens Arena.
2: Yeah, they're just like, it's okay, honey. Yeah. Just keep working on your mosquito bombs.
1: They're like, please stay in your room and never talk to us, honey. <laughs> you can work have
2: is- as many blow-up dolls as you want. I don't really <laughs> want you to
1: have any kids. <laughs> they're like, your work is very important, honey. Please just <laughs> never come out of your room.
0: God, what if they were like, we need... We need a hacker for our assassin team. It's you know we need we need a tech specialist. We need a Donatello of the family. So they just put Miluki in the basement for fifteen years, and then (laughs) and then you know they checked in on him once, and they were like, "Hey, how's it going? Have are you are you epic yet?" And then. (laughs) <laughs> but he's just, like, living in a pile of his own filth and <laughs> animate figures.
1: And they're like, ooh, we failed with that one, huh?
2: Are you winning, son? And <laughs> he's like, just like... They're like,
1: damn, I hired a butler
0: for IT then. Damn, <laughs> what the fuck is up
2: He's just laying in, like, a pile of Mountain Dew.
0: Zeno's <laughs> <laughs> so just like, "I just needed I just needed one person in this household to be able to fix my computer.
1: Yeah, the floor is, like, covered in water. Lip floors, what they think covered in water, and they're like, what the fuck? And it's just all Mountain Dew. <laughs>
2: Mountain Dew, <laughs> burrito crumbs.
1: Yeah, it's like a soup. <laughs> 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 Fucking gaming boy over here. Oh,
2: this is horrible.
1: Uh, yeah, so yeah, we never see his net ability, and I don't ever
0: want to. Good. It's probably the mosquitoes. They tried to make the ultimate technological assassin, but instead they created the first gamer.
1: They created the world-only gamer. <laughs>
2: virgin maluki to chad kilua
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that's episode damn that's episode it ends with Silva blowing up the entire building for funsies
2: yeah it just says wow there was like a big shock and Karapika would not like know what what would happen next like you know yeah i don't know what happens next i think this is as far as i've seen into this arc yeah (laughs) so
1: just the whole building blows up. That's how it ends that episode. Awesome. Uh, you want to go check in on those other goons, see how they're doing?
0: Let's find some more goons. This can is never have too enough.
1: many goons. So, not a lot different. Um, yeah.
0: I think it, it does skip, like, the first scene that we had with Melody and Basho talking. That happens, like, as a few scenes in a flashback yeah. which kind of se- feels like a crime to me because we don't get them like we get less talking basho about melody that's yeah. so
3: sad
2: because we get
0: we don't get basho talking about his motorcycle dreams that's sad
2: because basho's so much better generally in 99 like his like little flips and everything out of the way yeah. when we introduce him i was really hoping we'd get some good like motorcycle content but
3: Yeah.
0: We do get an extremely good just shot of Basho that I have so many thoughts and feelings about. I posted it in.
1: (laughs) He's so tall compared to Melody. He has that like do rag on. He has the sunglasses. He's looking fresh and stylish. He looks
0: good. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's because I'm incredibly sleep-deprived today, but there were just a couple of shots in the 99 this week that made me that just made me fucking laugh because of how just how they were. And one of them is like, you know, uh, Melody's calling Karapika, Melody's on the phone, and we just get Basho kneeling down yeah, next like... to her, doing a thinking emoji pose, <laughs> just in the frame, not moving or saying anything. He's just posing for the camera in his 90s fashion
1: <laughs> it looks like melody is like somebody's mom calling them and he looks like the large adult son just hanging out <laughs> like she looks like he's like asking it's if so fucking funny, she's looking, funny. She's calling to see if like he can go on a field trip or something and she says his large adult son
0: thinking emoji basho is good show just in his in his big sunglasses and like 90s 90s windbreaker just so powerful just,
3: truly wonderful
0: he's really trying to get his fashion modeling career off the ground in the middle of this anime I support in the middle him. of this anarchy
2: he's, got, um, he's always thinking about the next step he's <laughs>
1: thinking about the future unlike everyone else <laughs> yeah he's
2: um, gotta he's gotta support his his poetry career somehow
1: I also want to talk about in the 99 when the absolute carnage is happening and everything's going fucking crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, we might have the same note here. Mine mine just says yag yag yak
1: going Kilo
0: and kill a <laughs> And
1: <laughs> People are, like running through the city. This is the 99 actually depicts that like this is an event that people are like scared about because there are people running through the city terrified. Leario is sitting at a cafe looking high out of his mind, just like on the phone with Conan Killer, going like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't say. <laughs> Alright. Okay, I'll meet you guys at the park with the goddess statue, okay. Okay, see ya. Uh, and he just like kinda stands up, he's like, Well, time to go. <laughs>
0: A lot of good phone calls in this one. The moment I wanted to call out was just like, you know, right after uh Franklin and Shizuku's car blows up and like Franklin gets out of the car and just like fucking opens fire on a bunch of people. One of the mafia people is just like looking on in horror and like you know it's just this very dramatic moment of like just shit breaking bad real hard and he's just staring on in shock and horror and then blinky just slides into frame behind him and goes <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: it's him just being like how oh, is this possible like what's with these guys and then you just see like a JPEG of Blimp bling just like slide behind him and it just goes <laughs> the scene cuts, it doesn't hit him, they don't see him die, it just It just cuts, cuts away so quickly.
0: <laughs> the vacuum cleaner just it just slides into the foam and then immediately cuts away and it's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love that. Look, he's my new
2: favorite Blinky character. I so
1: much.
3: After
2: Uvogin, it's Blinky. <laughs>
1: god, <laughs> fucked up vacuum cleaner,
0: right?
1: <laughs> oh my god. Is there anything else in the 99 I can't fully remember?
0: God, uh, crolo's forehead tattoo just kind of starts glowing under his bandages randomly at one point. I don't oh, know yeah. why.
1: It's right when he be- is about to begin the- I think it's right when he, like, sees Neon doing her power, and she's, like, not concentrating. His forehead yeah. just, like, goes a little crazy, goes a little stupid. hmm
0: um, In the 99 and-, and in the manga, we also learn that Krolo is only 26- uh-huh he's so, a little boy
1: he's what a the little fuck boy and he looks like that
2: when <laughs> did the kurda clan assassination genocide i mean happen
0: like five years five ago. years ago so he was 21 was he was 21? having his first sip of beer and genocide <laughs> an entire clan that was their that that was their party
2: oh my god <laughs>
1: they oh were like no. it's time to get shit face boy and they were probably like right next to a village near them and they were like yo let's fucking go destroy that people in the woods over there they said
2: you see those eyes They're they they probably were being too rowdy in the bar and everyone else in there like their eyes turned red because they were like fuck off get out of here and Krola was like oh my god you see that shit
1: you see uvo, those eyes
2: uvo i want those and uvo was like okay boss
1: uvo and, is like i'll get
0: them for you buddy don't took... you worry that was it the rest is history
1: they were shit-faced
0: one night crollo had his first wine spritzer and then took a man's eyeballs out of his head oh,
1: oh my God. that's why uvo didn't remember it. <laughs> oh yeah because he said they were strong later but he's like i don't remember shit about that night he's i'm gonna like, be honest Dude. with you buddy i was fucking shit-faced
2: yeah they just woke up and it was just like like Red eyeballs everywhere, and they're like were in like, a pile, oh, like
1: in a neat pile <laughs> right next to them. They and they're like, What did you
2: do last night?
1: Fucking they check their phones, they're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah,
2: their Snapchat ooh. stories are like just carnage. <laughs> they're
0: like, Damn, Uvo <laughs> Gein's like, Hey, what if we played a really fucked up game of fear pong? <laughs>
2: I mean that they're here is the thing. Like we already took them out, so
1: <laughs> you're like, eh. Well, might as well get flashed a second <laughs> time. <sighs> oh, I'm so glad we're learning so much lore. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> God, uh, my 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 last change isn't as fun or funny or anything, but we don't get the scene of like Karapika, like investigating or going up the stairs. So like yeah, the the 2011 kind of just added a little bit where he's like actively making a decision to not be revengey and to go be a good employee, which is kind of interesting. I'm I kind of wonder what they were going for there.
1: I mean, I think it's like the choice between um, he needs this job to get like closer to like the Scarlet Eyes, since like the Mafia yeah. has the connections, and obviously a set of them is being sold here. So I think it was, like, the choice between should I, like, go for my revenge or should I, like, stay in this position that gets me my, like, fellow clansmen's eyes back, which was his original goal. So, yeah, it was cool. Like, if that's what they were going for, that was very good. But also, it's funny that he was, like, right at the ominous door and then he's just like, damn, gotta go into work. Yeah,
2: like, right as he sees it and he gets a phone call and he's like, mother... F- Hi, what's up?
1: <laughs> like, up? Can you come to work today? Sure. Not,
0: I guess. Yes, I, I would love to. Um I love extra shifts. They're the best. I love it. My favorite. It
1: makes me hours. feel great. I love doing that. Um but yeah, that's all I have. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Okay. Went ahead to uh speaking of we talked a lot about Shalmark today and mm-hmm. his video game skills. Mm-hmm. Uh wanna put them to the test at a video game island. Let's do it. Oh boy. Let's head to Greed Island, baby!
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it seems we've all had a normal brain week.
2: Yeah, totally normal.
1: So, mm-hmm. do you guys uh, want to do Greed Island, or do you want to do more of a where which characters get their personas and Digimon and Pokemon and fun games like yeah.
0: that? Yeah, I don't have anything planned, but I could go through a few spreadsheet items.
1: We can we can do some jazz. Sh- should we hit up our our Hunterpedia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me. Mm.
2: My one recommendation this week, while you're pulling that up, is Star Trek: The Next Generation, because I've I've gotten <laughs> back into that because uh. of my love for data.
0: All right, I have I have a pretty comprehensive list here. I don't know like how many we want to do in this section. If we want to just keep it really brief, Sorry, like. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how we want to structure this new segment first because like, you know, it's, we're just introducing it now kind of late into the third season when we have like a bunch of characters to talk about. So I'm not sure like at what pace we should necessarily be parceling these out, but you know, we could try just like one or one or two for this week.
1: Yeah, we can just do like a random one or two. All right.
0: Yeah, any any requests then? I have I have a big long list of season 3 characters right here in front of me that we could talk about. I have Okay. I've um, I'm prepared. Who do you want to talk about?
1: We can do like one or two and give our justifications and reasonings for them. Mm-hmm. What am I doing?
0: <laughs> All right. So yeah, um yeah, do, do either of you have a a, a character you want to get into this week?
1: Um since he is gone from our lives, uh let's do uvo yeah. let's give
0: our okay on uvo
2: yeah this is our requiem
0: yeah all right this is all right so yeah i think in a previous episode i'm pretty sure we already decided on peach for his smash main so check that that one off the list i think that's yeah. perfect let
1: me i'm gonna just do this from my phone because the computer is an evil evil thing and does not want me to do multiple things so i'm okay sorry. i have to pull that up again <laughs> I am slowly for right. this good. entire podcast, but we can we can keep going forward.
2: Yeah, we're all good. Uvo okay. is a peach main.
1: Yeah, he's definitely a peach main. Peach or Ganondorf, he just loves hitting people really hard. Um, but I think he would love Peach for the idea of like hitting someone with a baseball bat or
2: or a hip hit. check. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: body like that.
0: Yeah, he he, he is. <laughs> um so i think i have a pretty good grasp on his persona. Uh-huh. um you know we know uvogin wears a bear pelt so you know we can i can kind of sense togashi pointing me in a direction sure. but you know what i think i think i'm gonna start driving in in that direction and then take a sharp turn oh, because how do you feel about a panda bear Ooh, I'm thinking about I it. I do
2: enjoy that.
1: I'm thinking about it, yeah. Just a buff round panda for Uvo game. I am now give me a second, real
0: here, real quick here.
1: I have been watching a lot of Jujutsu Kaisen because my brain worms mm-hmm, are very mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um there is a character Oh, there's a
0: panda in that. There isn't is a there? character
1: named Panda in that. And his whole thing. Is that Panda is not a panda. It's a funny joke they keep saying, but he is not a panda. And Panda can go through different forms. And one of those forms is called gorilla mode, where he just gets very buff. Oh! Oh. Where he gets, like, very buff for no reason other than gorilla mode. Yeah. I'm about to send you an image. And you can tell me... If this is the energy we get from when Uvo is thinking he's getting a little nutty with it. Panda buff mode.
2: Oh, dang. That is yeah. that is a
1: little Uvo. That's when Uvo wants to get a little nutty with it.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm thinking this is it. It's kind of a panda, yeah. but, but a little nasty. Yeah,
1: yeah, but a little nasty. And I will say in the episode where we do learn that panda has multiple forms... There is a scene where he proves he's also a peach main because the guy he's fighting, mm-hmm. he's beating him up, he's doing like a cool punch rush, mm-hmm. and then he just turns around and just hip checks him with his ass <laughs> and sends that man flying.
2: His hands are full and his ass is fat.
1: Yeah, so I will say I think we've I think we've made a connection here.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. down for that
1: so uvo is panda Mm -hmm. very good very good you love to see it let me just type that in right now
2: what other categories do we have i know we have digimon we
1: have digimon and pokemon Pokemon. Mm -hmm. and let me digimon pokemon smash main and you want star trek added
2: oh no i was suggesting star trek just as like a thing to do
0: oh okay yeah, I don't know shit about Star Trek. I couldn't Neither help I. you there.
2: No, that was just a quick recommendation while we were, you know, switching oh, gears there. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. I would maybe as a added category for someday, we might want to do like, um, I like um, mythical creature, like type Ooh. persona. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like we could have some fun with that at some point.
0: That okay. could be pretty
1: fun. Now, what are we thinking about with the Digimon of Uvogine?
2: Yeah, do you have anything for that, our resident Digimon expert?
0: I have a pretty good idea for Digimon. Um, so there's this little guy named Bearmon, and you might be saying, Keith, we just chose a bear. This is getting repetitive, to which I would say...
1: This is getting out of hand.
0: Yeah, I'm not picking Bearmon because he is a bear, I'm picking Bearmon because he's wearing a hat with the word bear on it, and for some reason having a hat with your name on it just seems like a very Uvogine energy sort of thing.
2: (laughs) This very dude rules. good i'm looking at him right now i love his <laughs> buckle gloves I-
1: yeah this dude looks like a kingdom hearts characters fursona
2: oh my yeah. god
1: oh, <laughs> god this dude fucking rules i'm so yeah. obsessed
2: with this and this is definitely the one i want to give to uvo love of my life husband.
1: oh my god absolutely <laughs> you know
0: that dude fucking rocks.
2: Oh, this is wonderful. Thank okay,
1: you.
0: Bearmon is pretty fucking good.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I had like a choice for Uvo before, but I think mm-hmm. we should stick with our bear theme since we're uh, mm-hmm. since we're still for, still at it
2: for Pokemon.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. um, there is a panda theme Pokemon. I forget his evolve form's name, Pangoro. Ooh, Pangoro is, and this is the funny thing about Pangoro. So Pancham is his original form. He's a cute little panda boy. He's adorable. He's fun. Is that
3: a
2: cape?
1: uh, Yeah. (laughs) The way he (laughs) evolves is before he is just like a little panda bear. He's nice. You have to have a dark type Pokemon. And in the Japanese, they're known as the evil type. And the way he's evolves, if he levels up to a certain level with a dark type Pokemon in your party, he evolves into Pangoro, who is a dark fighting type. And the reason behind that is he hangs out with the wrong crowd for too long and becomes mean. Wow. So wow. I love it. That's
2: very good.
1: I'm thinking Uvo should get the Panda
0: Bear who is canonically just mean. Yeah, I kinda that kinda that kinda whips. I like it. Yeah, so Uvo gets Pangora, we have a theme
1: here. He is a mean buff panda bear.
0: (laughs) Okay. God. Bears in all slots. Um I'm kinda digging it. It, it, it Uvo's a
2: bear if if
0: (laughs) he Uvo's a bear and he's dead.
1: Um
2: and we mourn him with, with ceremony grand. With
1: ceremony grand. The
2: ceremony grand is calling him a bear.
1: <laughs> Always sunny voice, I'm a bear, I'm a bear. Um, <laughs> Nobunaga a- would
2: say, You wish you were a bear, but he would secretly be like, Yeah.
1: Yeah, he already knows. Yeah. Is yeah. that all we got for today? I think so. Okay. Well. You can find the pod at gonwellhunting at twitter.com You can find our email at gonwellhunting at gmail.com Um, you can find me at GroovingGastly on Twitter, and that's all I got.
3: Mm-hmm. You can
2: find me at, uh, sky underscore bird 36 on Twitter. The show's Tumblr is gonxwillxhunting, and then my Tumblr is dankusmcdonald
3: Sick. Sick.
0: Yeah, speaking of fursonas, uh-huh. hey, do, do you remember how at one point we were threatening to start a MySpace page for Ooh. the show? Uh-huh. I have executed what may be a, a, a move of equivalent shadliness. Let's um, see the power. In the third decade of the 21st century of the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, I've started a Fur Affinity account. Oh!
2: Incredible. The
0: year of our <laughs> Lord.
3: <laughs>
0: so yeah, I'm I'm Space Robot on, on Fur Affinity. That's Space R-O-B-T. And you can go there and check out the artwork I did from twenty eighteen onward. And uh also I'm gonna be opening commissions real soon. So if you wanna get yourself a persona, a sonic sona, whatever you fucking feel like, I'll draw it for you. Hell
1: yeah. Incredible. And is that all we have this week? I think so. I believe so. Well, it is time. We the mourners mm-hmm. see ourselves out with ceremony grand
3: Absolutely.
1: And as we play to the morning band we tell all our audience gone bye everybody. Gone bye.